to the UIAAA Connection podcast. GoFan and VNN are proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection. Now a combined company, GoFan and VNN provide a seamless integration for digital ticketing and athletic websites. Direct your fans to one place for all your athletic events, communications, and tickets to home and away games. Thank you to GoFan and VNN for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today we have as our special guest, Kathy Donaldson, Administrative Assistant at the NIAAA office at Keystone Crossing in Indianapolis, Indiana. Kathy, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. My pleasure. Let's have you begin by sharing with our audience here in Utah and across the nation and the world where you grew up, where you went to college, your first job, et cetera. Well, I grew up in Michigan City, Indiana. That is in the northwest corner of Indiana on Lake Michigan. Um, I loved, it was a great place to grow up. I love spending a lot of time at the beach on Lake Michigan and going out to the lighthouse, watching boats come and go. And um, my parents had were born and raised there too. So, um, and I'm actually the only Hoosier left in my family, which is weird. But anyway, I do have an older brother and a younger sister, middle child. Um, through, I worked a variety of jobs throughout high school and college. Um, I attended DePaul University, which is a small liberal arts university in Greencastle, Indiana. That's where I met my husband of almost 43 years. Um, I also, while in college, I affiliated with Delta Gamma fraternity, which is really a sorority, but we're called a fraternity, but our motto is do good. And that really resonates with me. And, um, since college I've served in the, as alumni, um, capacity of various local, regional, and national leadership um, positions. Um, currently, I'm serving as House Corporation Board President for my alma mater and my, my chapter of initiations. So it's a um, something is, it's just for me, it's, I gain life um, skills, leadership skills, and it's my way of um, paying it back and paying it forward, I guess, at the same time. So, um, I've been told I have a servant's heart, and it's true. I think I do. I've served, been very active in my church and served in a lot of different leadership positions there. And in junior league, my school's PTO and other community organizations, I, I just like giving back. So That is excellent. Let's have you talk about your younger days. Were you involved in sports at all? Uh, as a young yeah, lady? Well, yes, I've always been very athletic. I have, have an older brother who I always wanted to keep up with. And um, yeah, and, and um, I don't know if they do this anymore, but in grade school, they would have this presidential award of honor for fitness. And so right. I I actually got that. I, I thought that was so cool. And so I, I achieved that. And then in my um, junior high years, I played um, in a community softball league, and that was a lot of fun. And um, 
I would participate in track and field events. I'm a runner by nature. And um, unfortunately, it was before Title IX. So um, Title IX came in during my high school years, but it was basketball and golf were the only two women's sports offered at my high school. So, um, but as an adult, I've continued to stay active. I've run in so many half marathons and other um, races. And so it's just... I think staying physically active has just been a great way to keep one grounded in in many ways. So um, I'm proud to say I'm still active and I play pickleball now. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't play, but I understand that for those of us that may be a little bit north of 40 years old, that you don't have to run as far as tennis. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't. It's wonderful. My husband and I um, play and uh, we'll play doubles with another couple. And it's just a fun sport. So it's really taken off, too, I hear. So, Kathy, let's have you talk for a minute about some of the mentors and leaders in your life that made a huge difference to you. Oh, boy. Um, I have been so blessed to have a lot of great people along my life journey um my parents specifically they're they just always supported me in anything I um wanted to do or try and um they encouraged that and um I had a great high school teacher who just um pushed me to excel um made me come out of my shell a little bit um yeah I've just and I've had uh, my first boss was a, a great mentor. Um, I graduated with a degree in, um, well, from, you know, from DePaul with uh, uh, communications um, and English composition. And I had a business and minor. But my first boss, I worked in hospital public relations, which they didn't call it that back then they called it hospital relations so but she was wonderful and kind of took me under her wing and really helped mentor me so that I was able to go on to become a director of public relations at another hospital in Indianapolis so um yeah I've just been so blessed and I I think the one person um that's inspired me and challenged me and all intellectually spiritually um, has been my husband. Um, I just so admire him and um, he's just a great teammate. <laughs> that is great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Let's talk for a minute now. You mentioned earlier you had a background in hospital administration a little bit. Mm -hmm. How does someone who uh, has a background in hospitals and healthcare all of a sudden come to work for the NIAAA? Talk to our <laughs> audience about how that happened. Well, I've had some gaps in there because I have two daughters. They're now grown. I have seven grandchildren. So I did take some time off, but my volunteer work kind of kept me, my skills active and so forth. And then, um, like I say, I've always, I've always worked in the non-for-profit sector. It's just a place where I feel called and um, just really enjoy. Um, and my prior job, it was going through some industry contractual chain or contractions rather. And um, they did a reorganization and my job, unfortunately was eliminated after COVID. So uh, one of my former coworkers from that job um, 
said, hey, there's this opening at the NIAAA. Their office is right next to mine. And I thought, really? And so I looked into it and I thought, oh, this sounds fun. And I and then I went online and did a lot of research about the vision and the mission of, of NIAAA. And I thought, oh, wow, this is awesome. So I applied for it and Mike Blackburn replied and said, why don't you come in and talk to us? So I did. And I'm not kidding. The moment I came to through the doors, it was like, I felt at home. I normally I get really nervous, but Mike has this great demeanor about him that just sets people at ease. And so does Phil. So I, I just felt so, um, I don't know, I just felt welcomed and it just felt so right. And I've done a lot in my career and I just told, I think Mike thought I might be overqualified, but I said, you know, I've done so much. My role now I see in life is to support others. I want to be that teammate that just is there to support everyone else. So you know, titles don't really matter to me anyway, but um, I just, I just love being here. And my first day at work, I, it felt like Christmas. It's, everyone greeted me and I have all this NIAAA gear. And I thought, wow, <laughs> I really hit the jackpot. So I feel blessed. And it's not, I don't even like to call it work because it's a joy. It's a joy to work with great people. Um, not just the staff here, but all the volunteers, um, the people that serve this organization and give, and just the general membership. I, it's they're just wonderful people. So they're truly servants at heart too, and I love that. I I was speaking with Rich Barton last week, and he relayed a story to me, not to embarrass you, but he said. Oh. There was some fellow on the phone that was waiting to uh, talk to either he or Becky. I can't remember which one it was, but apparently you spent some time with him on the phone. And uh, he told Rich after he was done speaking with him that he says, I don't know who that person was I talked to that answered the phone, but she is a great person. She just made me feel at home. And so I, I think that's great. That's a great compliment to you. Oh, thank you. I, I know who you're talking about and he's a sweetheart. Mm. <laughs> So he's from Louisiana. <laughs> Let's talk for a minute about, and you've had this job for a year and a half-ish. Is that, am I right on that neighborhood? Well, yeah, it's, it'll be two years in the 1st of November. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit over a year and a half. From your perspective, working in the NIAAA office, has the job of athletic administrator changed just in the time you've been there? Or, and ha if it has changed, what are some of the, th the different things you're seeing? Well, I wish I had a little bit more. I wish I had a few more years so I feel I could be better qualified to answer that question. Um, I do see um, the challenges that are, um, and I hear about them, you know, through various channels um you know just there's so much now that ad's have to deal with that um 
I don't think a lot there, maybe their past predecessors had as much of the intensity of it, but parents, you know, are unruly fans and particularly these parents who are helicopter parents and hmm. um, they can be so obnoxious and, um, and it's just so sad to see that kind of behavior because you're not, you're not setting a lesson or a good example. You're not being a good role model for your, your children or others. And so I see that I, I see and hear about the, the challenge it is to find officials to officiate games because of that behavior, the hostile environment that can, you know, be directed towards officials. Um, the work-life balance, um, my best friend and actually maid of honor, her dad was an athletic director in Michigan City. And I saw the time he spent just, you know, supporting the, all the coaches in the different sports and, you know, and he wouldn't get home till later on. And so it, that's such a challenge for people to find that work-life balance because that's critical. You've got to take care of yourself so you can take care of others so um, I see that. And then just navigating the changes in our society um, with especially there's, you know, those issues of um, transgenders and all of that. I mean, it's just there's so much that is thrown at um, our athletic directors and coaches, you know, and others and staff. So it's a lot to navigate. Had some great insight. Thank you so much for sharing. I want you now to take a few minutes and just reflect on the the just under two years you've had at the NIAAA. Reflect on mm -hmm. that time. Reflect on uh, possibly some of the things that have happened to you and uh, the association. You you mentioned a little bit earlier about the association you get with people across the U.S. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, I my first um, conference was in Denver. And so I, um, which was, you know, we were coming out of COVID, but there was still a lot of uncertainty about that. And then last year in Nashville, it was just so dynamic to see the enthusiasm and the, um, you know, people were so excited to see each other and get together and the networking and the fact that we had over 900 new athletic directors attend and, and the way that more senior, um, more experienced athletic directors took them under their wing and were so welcoming to them. And it was just gratifying from a staff perspective to, to, um, to have that, that excitement around us. And we're really looking forward to Orlando and we're already close to 1100 um, people have signed up when you think about it we just been open not quite a month yet and so registration's going nuts and so but that's exciting so it's it's going to be another great conference and um it's yeah um i just love being a part of um that and that dynamic i love me to ask a follow-up you mentioned the denver conference and then the nashville conference you mm -hmm. did mention that we were coming out of COVID. We were still had to wear the masks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But delve a little bit more into that Nashville conference. You did mention it's been the largest attended. We had the most first-time attendees, but the the spread out, and how big it was spread out at the hotel. And, and talk a little bit more <laughs> about that Nashville conference. Well, 
I did get lost a few times, <laughs> but, um, no, it was, like I said, it was, I think that there was just such a nice air about, I don't know, it just had really good energy to the conference and from the get-go and people were, you know, registration always can be, you know, it can, it can get frustrating for those who are waiting there in the back of a line somewhere, but, you know, we got everybody through and, um, Hopefully we tried to address everybody's um, issues, you know, maybe changing classes or, or, you know, just finding, navigating the hotel, the venue. And so um, it was great. People were so patient and so nice. And um, of course it was kind of bittersweet for some of the staff because, you know, Mike was retiring right? and, um, but it was, you know, I was so gratifying to see the affection, you know, from everyone poured out for him. Um, and it well deserved, of course. And of course, he hated every moment of it because he's so humble. <laughs> but um, that was really a, a highlight, you know, seeing Mike um, be recognized for his years of service. So, and, you know, and always the new leadership that comes in and, um, and saying, you know, best wishes, don't go too far for those outgoing board members and committee members. So, um, you know, it's it's just, it's nice to meet and have that time with, with the board when they come in or the PDA staff or committees. So it's, it's great. And it's a great group of people. Let's have you delve into a minute about the challenges of working with close to 1500 members <laughs> most of them in the u.s but some in canada and then of course we have an international branch now so yeah you've, you've been there almost two years i want you to talk about i mean when you talk about the bare bones staff we have at the MIAAA office serving fifteen thousand members that's incredible so talk about some of the challenges and the blessings that come from that well i don't know that we see you know, when we watch our numbers increase membership, we get so excited because it's just, it's an opportunity to serve more and to better ourselves to meet those needs. I don't know that we look at it so much as challenges, but more opportunities. How can we be better? How can we meet the needs of our, you know, membership? Um, the world keeps changing and, you know, society is changing. And so it, it's a, it's a, a good challenge for us in an opportunity for us to keep growing, expanding and pushing the envelope out and becoming creative. And how can we maximize our resources um, to better serve others? So we are a small staff where I love my coworkers. They're so talented. We, we were very collaborative. Um, everyone has a special gift and everyone has different skills and we bring those together and um, we learn from each other and um, it's, yeah, I just love our staff meetings and we read books and you know, like leadership and how can we be better? How can we, how can we connect? And um, because it's all about the people, it's all about the people. 
And they're the reasons why we're here is to serve our membership. And that's our focus. That's our daily focus. We, every day, we're like, how can we better, better ourselves to serve our membership? So um, I love that. It's, you know, we, we want to continue to, to grow. So. Excellent. Let's have you talk for a minute about the NIAAA family. I bring this up with quite a bit of our, <laughs> bit of our national guests. Apparently, you uh, experienced the NIAAA family when you went to the office for the first time for the interview. So explain to people who aren't quite uh, only new members, possibly, or people that may hear this that are not members of the association, that that unity that the NIAAA brings, because it's hard to describe. Yeah. Well, I think it just started. Unfortunately, I didn't work under Bruce um, Whitehead. But I've had the honor and privilege to work, you know, but I've been around Bruce a lot. So I really sure. think, you know, from the get go and and I, I don't mean to leave out Frank Kovaleski at all, um, but my more experiences with a little bit with Bruce, but Mike, Mike Blackburn, of course, and and Phil, I mean, they've created this culture of it's. It, we're a family. I mean, honestly, when we think about it, we, we spend more time with each other than we do probably with our own families. You know, we're we're together nine hours, sometimes 10 hours a day, just depending on the season, what's going on. And um, Mike just created this. He just it just so impressed me. Um because in previous places where I've worked, it didn't happen like this, but he would just make a point, you know, everyone was settled, come in for the day, and then he'd go down the hall, you know, by offices or wherever people were, were located, and he'd, how are you? How's your dog? How's this? How's that? He remembers things. He invests himself, invested himself in us, in our family, our personal lives, and Phil has done the same thing, and um, our family members are welcome to come to events, which is so nice because it's broadened our circles, you know, and um, it's just, I can say it's, it's very nice because you don't have any kind of competitiveness where that can exist in some office cultures. It's just, everyone's just willing to chip in and, um you know, help each other. Um, I'm not the most, you know, I've learned a lot with, you know, technology, but I go to the young people like, Nellie, what's going on? How do I do this? You know, I always try really hard. I Google things and I try to figure it out. But after a while, like, okay, I'm wasting time. I just need to ask one of my experts, <laughs> my young people. <laughs> and so, and they're so gracious about helping and teaching and I don't know. Everyone has something to offer and we just get along so well. Um, like I say, I, I look forward to coming to work. <laughs> so, um, and it's because of that atmosphere, that culture that Mike and Phil and Bruce, you know, established and um, we're all respected for, for who we are and what gifts we bring to the table. So. Well said. Kathy, what's the favorite part of your job? <laughs> well, I think it's probably um, 
I like talking to the members. Well, of course, I like being with my teammates. Um, but I like like the gentleman from Louisiana. It's just so fun to, you know, to hear about um, people and what they're doing. And um, they're just so gracious and nice. And I, I like that. And um, sometimes, you know, a lot of times I... I help people, especially right now, people like, oh, I've forgotten my NIAAA member number and I need to register for the conference. And so I go, oh, hey, I'll help you, you know? And so then I, you know, I'll reset their password for them and then I'll kind of joke with them a little bit just because it's not a real sophisticated password. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just try to find some kind of common ground and I want them when they call the office, I want them to hear a friendly voice and I want them to always feel open and welcomed by this office that we're here to serve them. And, um, you know, I just, that needs to be, I just want to always present that to them. Let's finish up with a couple of questions, Kathy. The first one being, You've got two suggestions for a brand new athletic administrator. They need to call, follow Kathy's two suggestions in order to be successful. What would your two suggestions be? Uh, I think they have to have a strong passion for serving our youth, our students, our student athletes. Um, I think that passion just has to come from within and have that desire to, because not every day is easy. <laughs> so, but you have to have that tenacity, which comes from that passion. So I think that's really critical. And I think um, you just have to have a really strong sense of yourself, a, a, be grounded um, morally, ethically, um, just know because you're the role model. And so you have to demonstrate strength and you have to demonstrate um, what's right and what's wrong. And sometimes it's hard to call someone out. But, you know, if you're not, you have to be a, a strong leader and you have to be willing to call people out and, you know, nip some behaviors in the bud, so to speak, and just and say, hey, let's let's look at this in a different way. So I think good leaders do that. Um, they have this strong sense of the strong moral compass inside. And it's it's in, and that comes maybe with the passion and all of that. So um, but I think that takes it takes a person with for, a lot of fortitude. So we'll finish with this, Kathy. What question? Should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe my hobbies or my passion, my passion. <laughs> okay, let's have you just spend the closing <laughs> moments and talk about your passion. <laughs> well, my passion is my, it's my family. So as I mentioned, I have my husband of almost 43 years and we have two grown daughters and seven grandchildren. And I am so blessed that they live nearby. Um, each of them, they're like a half an hour um, away from us, but I feel so blessed to be a part of their lives and go to sports programs because we have soccer, 
baseball, basketball, <laughs> swimming, and dance and band. <laughs> so I I'm making the rounds, but it's it's such a joy, and I just feel so blessed. So they're my passion. <laughs> That's excellent. And so speaking for your grandchildren and for the rest of our listening audience today, that wraps it up for this edition of the UIAAA Connection. Again, our guest today has been Kathy Donaldson, Administrative Assistant at the NIAAA offices. Kathy, thanks so much for being on the podcast mm -hmm. today. Well, thank you, Mark. All right. Take care. Bye. For our <laughs> listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UIAAA Connection. Mm -hmm.